episode 21 of the Badland Girls. I'm Destiny. And I'm Rhea. And it is October. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Simultaneous spooky sound. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's how it goes. Yes. Uh, how are you? Do you want to talk about stuff? or? Uh, yeah, I'll talk about stuff. So... I um, recently changed my anxiety medication, and it was a terrible fit. So I have spent the last two weeks just absolutely out of control anxiety attack. Going through it. Yes, with just a lot of crying, a lot Mm. of intrusive thoughts that don't make any sense and just a lot of worrying about stuff that is outside of my control but the good news is we're recording this on a monday because we had to postpone it uh on our usual saturday recording because i i was going through the shit (laughs) um i'm gonna start some new medication today so hopefully that gives me some of the relief I need. But I got to tell you all, it has been a very, very rough couple weeks. I have been just out of control. I understand. I've been through it myself. And it's it's not fun. It's not fun getting your meds adjusted all the time. And sometimes they're not working out. And all the feelings that come with that. And yeah, intrusive thoughts and badness. So I hope I hope it works out. I hate seeing you going through this. Oh, thank you, friend. I hope it also works out. I just, it's, it was a relief to go to the doctor and know that I, and have like a plan going forward. And I'm also going to be starting therapy as well. But, woohoo, uh, therapy. Yeah. But basically, what happened is just that I'd noticed for some time now, maybe just the past few months that, or maybe even up to a year that my current dose of my old medication that I'm not going to take anymore, it wasn't quite doing it for me anymore, which is why I upped my medication to a higher dosage. And apparently that just did not, my brain was like, no, reject. So uh, I'm moving on to something new and hopefully that will keep me in the present better than uh, this other drug was doing. (laughs) understood and yeah we're all rooting for you so thank you good luck but uh as i mentioned in our last episode we are doing uh, a weekly uh badland girls series this october because it's december it's october (laughs) and uh we love halloween very much And uh, so we decided to sit with you all weekly and just talk about a bunch of Halloween stuff. Um, And uh, yeah, uh, just this episode was a little bit more structured before I had basically a mental breakdown. So uh, we're just going to just kind of shoot the shit a little bit. And the first thing I want to talk about is, Destiny, how do you feel about this Elvira uh, news that has come out with the publication of her memoir. Uh, that she's gay? That she's gay, yes. I'm super happy. Welcome to the club, <laughs> Elvira. I mean, you were in the club longer than me, because she's older than me, but yeah, I uh, was so happy to hear that. I, I don't think any of her fans would uh, be 
jerks about it because I assume most Elvira fans are gay. <laughs> yeah, I was reading. Uh, so obviously they had the publisher had some sort of embargo where they could not discuss this because I read plenty of reviews uh, of, of her book before the day it was released and they were just praising it as like a really good book. And then, of course, you know, when the book actually came out, the news that dominated was the fact that she's been in a 19-year relationship with another woman. T uh, is her name, which I think is so cute. And um, uh, I I also, uh, she said she was worried about coming out because she thought uh, fans would be upset because of how heterosexual the character was, uh, Elvira. And then also, like, uh, I guess uh, her partner, T, is very, very private and uh, was totally okay just having it to themselves, this relationship to themselves, uh, rather than sharing it with the world. But, of course, you know, she got T's approval before she wrote about it. But, um, yeah, I I think it's great. And also, you're right. Yeah, it's awesome. I, you're right, Destiny. She did mention that she has a ton of gay fans. And like I said, I don't really know. I'm like, these days, I'm like, are there any straight fans of Elvira left? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, it's just I, you. <laughs> just me? Oh, man. I just I just feel like I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't think... I think maybe when she started, she probably had a very heterosexual male fan base but I think that just over the years, I just think her fan base is mostly just women and queer people now, or queer women, as it were. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I, I, I uh, would love to see some sort of uh, statistics, but no one's out there doing the study on Elvira fandom. <laughs> <laughs> What's the book called? Uh, the book is called, I bought it. Uh, it's called Yours Cruelly Elvira. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm going to read it. And it's published under her uh, her real name, which is Cassandra Peterson, for those of you who didn't know. But I was leafing through the book, and there are some bombshells in this book. Uh, there's a terrible story of sexual assault that she experienced at the hands of Wilt Chamberlain. Ooh. And um, also, I didn't know this. I, I watched uh, back when, a few many years ago, she did... Uh, some car conversation with RuPaul and Uh uh, she mentioned she had a daughter and uh, what I didn't know uh, what I learned also leafing through this book was that um, uh, she had her daughter when she was 43 after a series of miscarriages and uh, she really wanted a kid at that point in her life and then finally she was able to bring uh, she was able to have her her beautiful daughter Sadie, I believe her name is, which I thought was really cute. And then, uh, yeah, she is uh, seventy years old this year, and she's lived a very long, interesting life. Cassandra's seventy, Elvira's forty. It's a beautiful thing. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that was my favorite thing about the special. She kept saying, "I uh, I'm only 40. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a funny joke. Oh, man. Do you have a movie? Did you watch anything recently? Oh, yes. I have a couple to talk about, actually. Uh, let me talk to you about a couple of movies that I watched recently. La, la, la. Okay. 
I watch a lot of movies recently, but uh, I mostly want to talk about um, uh, two horror movies since it's, you know, spooky time. So let's talk about horror movies. There's this excellent movie on Netflix called Night Books. Um, it's a children's horror movie about two children who are trapped in an apartment with a witch and every night she demands the little boy to write her a scary story or else she'll kill him. And uh, he does. And he's also hiding a secret of his own. And then eventually him and the other uh, prisoner of this apartment, a girl named Yaz, they work together to try and escape. And uh, I really love horror movies that have the the horror super fan. So like within the horror movie, the the main character, Alex, he's loves horror. He loves writing scary stories. He loves, you know, 80s horror movies. And uh, the way he is lured into the apartment is uh, a TV is playing The Lost Boys. <laughs> and uh, in the movie, they actually play The Lost Boys theme, which is Cry Little Sister. And then uh, Churches, the uh, electronic band, does a cover of that song. And uh, because of this, I was like, you know what I haven't seen in a million years? The Lost Boys. So then I rewatched The Lost Boys, and man, that movie still rules. Yeah, it does. Holy shit. I love the fucking <laughs> Lost Boys. <laughs> oh, man. That movie is so fucking good. And it made me realize, like, uh, Buffy really kind of ripped off the the cool vampire who physically changes into like a scary monster because the lost boys did that and uh i don't know if you haven't seen the lost boys uh treat yourself and and watch it because it is a delight yeah get on it uh i am watching a horror movie for every day this month yeah and uh i was going to join you but i don't know if i can it's it's all right (laughs) don't worry about it uh as long as you got stuff to talk about on the podcast it's not a big deal okay uh but on the first i watched um this terrible movie called messiah of evil uh which oh my god huh who's in that no one is in it (laughs) it's just a bad campy uh movie from 1973 about this woman who's looking for her father and the whole city is like controlled by a cult and they're all like living dead and it was just boring it was so boring (laughs) and then on the second what did i watch on the second i watched um george romero's amusement park which was very interesting because it was commissioned by like the philadelphia or not philadelphia the pittsburgh lutheran society they wanted george romero they commissioned him to make a movie about elder abuse and instead he turned in this nightmare (laughs) about this man that goes out to an amusement park for a day and just gets constantly shit on like horrible things happen to him one thing after another and that's the movie (laughs) So what did they think when they saw the movie? I think they just shelved it immediately. They were like, we're not going to use this and just shelved it. And it was like lost for a long time. And then when his uh, estate took over after he died, uh, they found the film and restored it. So Shudder has it. Oh, wow. 
Uh. Okay, so like, did they know he did Night of the Living Dead? <laughs> I assume so. I I can't okay. imagine I t- they would have picked him and not known about Night of the Living Dead. Okay, because I'm just like, huh? <laughs> I'm like so confused. And I don't know how famous he was when this movie came out. It was it was the mid seventies, but yeah, it was. Oh my gosh, it was ridiculous. And okay, and then I watched Basket Case, which. Oh, that was another one that kind of bored me, but... Really? I love Basket Case. It's entertaining in, like, a lot of little ways, but overall I was like, I don't know about this movie. I don't know. It was fun to watch it after watching Malignant, which was a lot of fun, but it's also a conjoined twin movie about the evil twin. (laughs) Malignant is rough is uh rapidly rising my top favorite movies of 2021 that movie was so fun yeah that was a lot of fun um did i leave out another movie what else did i watch um basket case amusement park messiah of evil and then today, I'm going to either watch The Omen or The Amityville Horror. I haven't decided, but I haven't seen The Omen in a million years. And I don't think I've ever seen Amityville. So this will be interesting. Hmm. Yeah. I have seen neither of those. So let me know how it goes. I will. I will keep you abreast of all my movie watching activities but yeah i'm really excited it's it's gonna be a lot because i'm i'm a i'm a low energy kind of lady and to like make myself watch a movie mostly by myself every day is gonna be it's gonna be a challenge but i'm Mm. i'm gonna try to stick to it so wish me luck okay I will. We're also watching the new Mike Flanagan show, which is called Midnight Mass. And so far, it's been a slow burn, but I'm really intrigued as to where it's going. Okay. Cool. Do you have a jam? I do have a jam. Oh, let's do it. Let's. Oh, Oh, Batman Batman Girl. Girl. That's my jam. That's my jam. Uh, my jam is, not surprisingly, Cry Little Sister from the Lost Boys by Gerard McMahon. That song rules. I've been listening to it so much. I'm like, God damn. Uh, it's an effective God, vampire movie, movie theme. It's a good one. Yes. I don't know what the heck it is about Lost Boys and me recently, but I'm just like, man, this movie is the best movie ever. I think that's awesome. I don't know. It's really fun to revisit an old classic and just get super into it. Yes, I really did. Oh, it's so good. But yes, if you uh, that song is on La Spotify if you've never heard it, so check it out. Uh, what is your jam, Destiny? My jam, to the surprise of no one, is the new Radiohead single, If You Say the Word. <laughs> um... <laughs> Nice. Radiohead is doing this cool thing in November where they're releasing the full version of Kid A and Amnesiac together. Uh, For those of you not in the know, Kid A was their album from 2000 and Amnesiac was recorded at the same time, but they released it a year later. So they were always intended to go together. So there's going to be a release in November called Kid Amnesiac. Uh, Mm. And if you say the word was written... 21 or excuse me 20 years ago uh but they didn't release it until uh late september okay 
It's it's even got lyrics to references to albums that come out after Kid A and Amnesiac. Like there's a reference to in Rainbows. It's kind of weird. Radiohead is very strange. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm intrigued. I'm very excited for this new release. Aw, I'm glad. I know how much you love Radiohead. They're the best. But yeah, we're going to be doing... I want to put out a call to people to Mm -hmm. email us because I want questions. If you have ever wanted to ask a witch questions about witchcraft or even just advice... (laughs) Please email battlinggirls at gmail.com because I want to hear from you. Yes. Yes, please. I want to hear what you want to hear from Destiny. So I I'm going to I'm going to be I'm going to hex you all <laughs> to freaking write us an email and ask us questions please i'd love to know that's going to be uh that's going to be the topic of our halloween special which will actually come out on halloween which is a sunday yes so uh this is a very exciting time for us um i feel like uh i got a little derailed from what i wanted to do i had a lot of books i wanted to read and now i'm just i'm in this mindset where it's like be kind to your mind Rhea. yeah do what you can <laughs> don't don't yeah Oh, what were you going to say? Oh, no, go ahead. ahead. I was going to say, don't put pressure on yourself to do more than you can handle. Just like, you know, I'm not saying do the bare minimum either, but I'm also saying don't push it, you know, like, just do what you can handle. The month will go fine. Um, We're going to be okay. Yeah. I will say this, though, that we do have uh, our little our little uh, game night group does have a lot of fun plans for um October, which I will detail here. Uh, well, first of all, our our friend uh, Rebecca is her birthday is this month, the best month, and so we'll be celebrating her birthday. And then we're going to have a Halloween party game night. And then I have convinced everyone. I had to do some hard convincing on some people to go on a haunted hay rack ride. So <laughs> Destiny has done it before, and she is not a hard sell. I love this some shit. People Yes, there were some people who were a little bit uh, nervous and I was able to convince them that a haunted hay rack ride is a great idea and that we should all be doing it all the time. And uh, we are also going to be accompanied by a small child, which should make the experience of 10 times more entertaining. Oh, yes. I hope she does well. I don't know how into horror she is and like how well she is the jump scares. So I'm very curious to see how she'll uh, react to everything. Yes. Uh, well, I I mean, her dad, our friend, our friend Rob, sent me an email said that she's she'll be okay because she knows we'll protect her, which made me feel like I have a great responsibility to life now. <laughs> and, and protect then, this uh, child. Uh, when did that animated Spider-Man movie come out? A few years ago, I think. Yeah. And um, she went with us to that. And uh, there was a scene in there that was quite frightening, and she hid, like she buried herself in her dad's lap. <laughs> but that was a few years ago, so it might be better now. I, and also, uh, we're not, you know, there's a lot of more adults around. That's true. <laughs> How old is she again? She's, I think she's eight or nine. Oh, okay. 
I don't remember so, how old I was when I went to my first haunted house. I also don't remember. I think I was much um, older. I think I was like middle school. Yes, I also think so. At my elementary school, we had a haunted house. So you know, like how elementary schools do those like fall fairs, like fall fair uh-huh. or whatever. And so our our elementary our elementary school had that and. You know, a cakewalk. My mom won a cake and blah, blah, blah. And they had a little haunted house where they just converted a classroom into a haunted house. And I was like seven or eight at the time. And I was too chicken to go in it. Because it, it looked <laughs> at the time. It looked at the time that they were only letting you in one at a time. Oh. And I was too scared to do it by myself. I wouldn't want to do it I, alone I, either. Yeah. See, I think about it now and I'm like, that can't have been the case. But... As I remember seeing them like open the door and they were only letting kids in one at a time. I'm guessing because it was only the size of a classroom oh. and it just it and it, they just did not have like they couldn't let like a bunch of kids in at the same time. But I I don't know. I I was always too freaked out and then the first haunted house I went to I was 12, yeah. Yeah. And it was at Bellevue Berry Farm. So Mine was like I don't remember. One of the like Shadows Edge or we you know one of the like radio sponsored <laughs> ones. I really yes, don't remember, I but uh, I was going to say uh, my elementary school was pathetic because <laughs> the principal was really conservative and didn't believe in Halloween. So we weren't allowed oh. to wear costumes and we only had a fall festival with no references to anything scary. Wow, that's so weird. I can't believe they got away with that. Yeah, it sucked. <laughs> like I would have loved to have worn a costume every year for Halloween, but nope. Oh, man, I did. I loved wearing costumes to school, and I loved trick-or-treating. Did you like trick-or-treating? I loved trick-or-treating. Oh, I totally did. Yeah, my mom was real good about letting us go out trick-or-treating. So, yeah, I had a great time. I have great memories of going to the mall to do it, going around the neighborhood, uh, always going to Burger King at the end of the night because they had really cheap deals on kids' meals. So, like, I associate Halloween with getting Burger King at the end of the night. (laughs) That's fascinating. I've never known about this. I don't know if they still do it, but like you could get like really cheap food on Halloween night. So I just remember sitting in the car, listening to Thriller, eating my burger or whatever. Uh, Good times. This Halloween, I'm going to spend it with friends. What was the last year you went trick or treating? Um, The last year I went trick or treating was probably my last year in California. So once I moved to Omaha, which I moved to Omaha when I was 12, I no longer went trick-or-treating. <laughs> I went one year in high school. I can't remember if it was freshman year or junior year, but we went to see how people would react, and they were not pleased. No one thought we were cool. <laughs> oh. See, I, so the, I, I did go to a Halloween party when I was 16, mm-hmm. and uh, a couple of the guys wanted to go trick-or-treating, but the rest of us were too, like, n- like too co- teen cool to go to the door and get candy. So only the two guys did it. And they're, they were both six foot tall. Oh my God. And so every time I could see from the street, cause we just set, waited on the street for them while they went trick or treating. Every time the door opened, just the look of sheer perplexed, perplexedness <laughs> on every, every adult's face, but they got candy at every house. Yeah. I was about to say, I got candy. Like, I, I got a few people saying, wow, aren't you a little old? But they still gave us candy. I don't know. I don't yeah. think I give a shit. Like, if a high school kid wants some fucking candy, 
they can come get some candy from me. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, also, also the same. Like my friend Hillary, uh, my old high school friend Hillary, she loved trick or treating. And she wanted to go, like, she kind of was like, she liked to dress up, and she kind of escorted some of the younger kids around the neighborhood. But then when she turned 15, some stupid old woman said, you're too old to, like, not even a question. Like, she just point blank singled her out of this group of kids and said, you're too old to be trick-or-treating. And she was so embarrassed by that encounter that she never went again and i remember talking to her when we were 16 and she said she'd love to go trick-or-treating again i think i was telling her about that story about the two guys because she wasn't at that party and she said she'd love to go trick-or-treating again and she never she never did and uh because she was just she felt really humiliated by that i just don't care I'm going to give high schoolers... I think I've given some teenagers some candy. Yeah. I mean, it's just trick-or-treating. You get candy you get anyway. Candy. What the I hell? I mean, I understand yeah. that high schoolers can just buy their own candy, but it's not as fun. <laughs> yeah. As an adult Honestly, who just buys their own candy, it's it's not as fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think uh, that toddler with no teeth is going to be eating the candy? Uh, no. Nope. Mommy and daddy are probably going to be eating the candy. They're going to be chowing so down. if you can... Yeah, if you can give it to a toddler who literally doesn't know what the fuck is happening, you can give it to a high schooler who will appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Oh, by the way. I will say. Oh, oh, go go ahead. ahead. I was just going to put out another call for emails. If you have spooky book recommendations, because I realize I am woefully underread in the realm of horror books, uh, email those too. Yeah. And I'll have some spooky book recommendations ready for Destiny you and the rest of our listeners next week actually perfect okay that that works out because i need to up my game and get some spooky stuff read Mm, yeah same here but yeah i just like uh i don't know uh i will say this though like my neighborhood used to have a pretty steady stream of trick-or-treaters but then about nine years ago i'm trying to be more realistic with how long ago things are because i realized that you know kids born in 2000 are now 20 and i'm it's hard for me to deal with it's hard for me too <laughs> anyway. it's hard for me too. my <laughs> so best I'm trying to like yeah no what? i'm sorry oh i was gonna say one of my best friends i've known her kids since they were six and three and they're both adults now and it's like what <laughs> Yeah. What? <laughs> so I'm trying to be, because I, I do this thing where I'm just like, you know, 20 years ago in the 80s. And I'm like, no, that's uh, that's 2000. <laughs> so I have to be a little bit more conscious of that. So I, I would say about nine years ago, though, it dried up. It really dried up. I remember I carved this pumpkin with a pumpkin carving template from Pink Ray Gun when that website was still around. And I had candy and I was so excited and nobody came. That's so and sad. Then, yeah, I think what it is is just uh, I know there are some neighborhoods that still do trick or treating, but also I just think that uh, Benson, uh, downtown Benson, they do this thing every like the weekend of Halloween or yeah, like the Saturday if it is a Halloween or like the weekend of Halloween where they have this like daytime trick or treating thing where you go down through all the businesses in Benson and get candy. And I think that's where most of the kids go. And um, also, uh, they do that just in my something hood I've too. noticed. Yeah. And just something I've noticed over the years, 
uh, I feel like trick-or-treating is going the way of the dinosaur because a lot of kids now just go to Halloween events at like community centers like uh, my work always had a trunk or treat every year. And I know that was like the only trick or treating those kids were getting was going to these cars with like decorated trunks and getting candy from them. Huh? I bet there are places where it's still going strong, but it, it, it does seem like it's more event centric now. Which, yeah, which is, it really does. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but uh, hopefully people still do it and it, still fun for people and a positive experience i I always had fond memories of it i will say though i and i'm curious what your experience is because you're a little bit younger than me but when i went trick-or-treating it was at night with a flashlight and i remember like being in like the first like first second third grade and we'd get like the the you know trick-or-treat uh you know rules and guidelines like you know tips and it was like always bring a flashlight you know and then as I got older, like fifth, sixth, fifth, sixth grade, it was like only go trick or treating in the daytime. And I was like, what the fuck? No one goes trick or treating <laughs> in the daytime. I've never gone and trick was, or treating in the daytime. Yeah. But it was like, I, I, I just started to notice as I was getting older that there was kind of this shift of like, you know, people accepting you were going to go out at night, just make sure you have a flashlight to all of a sudden them pushing like, oh, you need to go out in the day. Like, you can't trick-or-treat at night. And it made me think, like, I just told you, that Benson event, it's in the morning. Like, it's at nine in the fucking morning. It's nine in the fucking morning. It's cold. Night is where the spooky things happen. You gotta trick-or-treat at night. I'm sorry. I know the world is not as safe as it used to be, but it's not that unsafe to... I mean, my mom didn't let us walk. We would get in the car and drive to different neighborhoods and just drop, like, she would just kind of... Drop us off on a block, we'd walk up and down, and then we'd go back to the car. So it wasn't like I was completely just walking by myself around a bunch of neighborhoods. Uh, that was her overprotectiveness. But, like, oh, I yeah. don't my, remember. My parents did not let me go alone. Yeah, uh, yeah. Which I look back on now and I'm thankful for because that neighborhood we lived in had some problems. But, uh, <laughs> like, they were always with me. Like, they would walk with me and then I'd go up to the door by myself. So it's kind of similar to what your mom did. I actually think your mom was was not as, like, overprotective as my parents because she was in the car and she'd wait at the end of the block. <laughs> if we were weird about it, she would come with us. Like, if we were like, I don't know, Mom, she would just get out and walk with us. So, yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I've never heard of this daytime trick-or-treating shit. But yeah, I, I get that the fear mongers want <laughs> people to think that it's too dangerous. I already saw my first... Uh, viral tweet of somebody going be careful there's thc candy being given out to children and it's like nobody's doing that nobody's putting edibles in the kids fucking bags is this the new razor blades in the candy i guess because there's like edibles that look just like candy wrappers the wrapping was very similar to like name brand candy but edibles are expensive no one's yeah who would do that (laughs) They're not going to waste their weed on your child. Like, sorry. That's not how anything works. Oh, my God. Um, I can't believe that's a thing. Yep, that is a thing. Uh, But, yeah, we've got got some stuff planned. We're going to talk about movies. We're going to talk about scary things that scare us. We're going to talk about, well, you know. Uh, things you email to us because you're going to email us badlinggirls at gmail.com remember that hex Uh, (laughs) don't get hexed 
Email the Badland Girls. Yes. Our new tagline. <laughs> but I think it might be a short one, my friend. Yeah, I do want to s- an- end on uh, one note, which is totally un-Halloween related. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> and I just want everyone to send me their well wishes uh, that I can get BTS tickets this December. Um <laughs> <laughs> Because they announced that they're doing four dates in Los Angeles, and my ass is trying to get tickets to go. So, oh. uh, I will. I could use all the well wishes in the world to see if this will happen, and uh, I think it'd be good for me, considering what has happened recently with my mental health. And uh, I just think it would be good for me to get out of this state and see some relatives. Like the only reason I'm considering it is because I do have uh, two uncles and two cousins that live in Los Angeles and I want to be Filipino spoiled. Being a Filipino <laughs> spoiled is means there's constantly food in front of you. There's constant money flowing around and there's constant compliments about your life. And I need Aww. to fucking have all of it in my back pocket. <laughs> so as someone whose closest friends in the world both have Filipino moms, uh I've been kind of Filipino spoiled and I yes. I yeah, so please help Bria out. Get her to Los Angeles uh with your uh good vibes and well wishes and positivity spells. Yes. And um <laughs> definitely excited for you if that happens because I know once you see BTS you'll just explode and you'll come back in pieces and we'll have to piece you back together and it'll be a whole adventure yeah (laughs) but yeah that's going to be it for our inaugural Halloween month episode and we will be back next week with more spooky talks and uh, remember email us battlinggirls at gmail.com or we'll hex you and uh, email us book recommendations and also uh, questions you would like to ask Destiny the Witch for our Halloween special. And I will put reminders on our Twitter, which is at Badland Girls. You can follow us there. We're on Facebook. Just search Badland Girls, although you can't right now because uh, all of Facebook shit crashed today. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Tracy sent me what might have happened. And it's so dumb. I can't believe they make as much money as they do. What so, happened? Well, they were updating something and they, the, the, I don't know, the engineers were updating something and they locked themselves out of the update. So they have to go to, <laughs> the, <laughs> so they have to go to where the actual data servers are in different states to get it unlocked. It just sounds like the dumbest thing that could have ever happened to a multi-billion dollar piece of shit company. So uh, it's funny and it's still happening. It's still happening, so you cannot use uh, Messenger, Facebook, Instagram, or WhatsApp, which is totally fine, because <laughs> who needs it? Fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> anyway, uh, and then uh, you can follow uh, Destiny on her other podcast, which is Repertory Screenings. Uh, what's your next movie you're watching? Uh, we just watched Waiting to Exhale, and we're going to watch Jacques Tati's Playtime. Ooh, I've never heard of that movie. It's a French thing from the 60s. I have no idea what it's about. (laughs) Nice. Yes, so please check that out. And uh, 
we will be back next week to talk more spooky things. But until next time, always, always pizza, pizza rolls. rolls. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs>